0: Da, ta, da, da, da,
1: da,
0: da, Welcome. I'm gonna let you finish.
1: Is this our it, first show of 2021?
0: It is absolutely our first show of 2021.
1: <laughs> is this year over yet?
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. That. You know, <laughs>
1: they promised us it would be better, and it seems like the last two weeks and change. Not even two weeks and change. It seems like this has been going on forever, and we're two weeks yep. in.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, anyway. all, all insurrections aside, you know, things like yeah. that and yeah. stuff, you know, who knows.
1: Okay, before we start, I'm Amy, he's Courtney, by the way. Before we start the serious stuff, I need to ask you a question, Courtney. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So last night, I. Okay. I finally watched the Knicks game because okay. I heard the streets were saying they were actually um better this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Which isn't saying much. They're okay. trying to be. Well well they're, okay. trying, to be. And they're listen, trying to be. And and last night they pulled they pulled to, to within five, which when they were down like a whole bunch of points. Which no, in they time, were at halftime, they were they down. Sh- like- but they should not have won that first matchup. They should have won that first matchup in Master Square Garden. I'm like, you do not let the Nets come over here and beat you All in right, the garden. All right, but let me let me
1: ask you my two questions.
0: I have mm-hmm. two questions
1: in a comment. First off, did you know that R.J. Uh, Burnett is Steve Nash's godson? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, and mm-hmm. Steve Nash, not for nothing, has aged very well.
0: Yeah, um, he looks rich. He does. <laughs> yeah. He looks he, very, he looks very well taken care yeah, of. Yeah, he looks well rested. Well-rested, his hair cut, he looks like shape. His hair His, hair, cut nice. is, yeah. his hair is yeah. always cut perfectly. He looks like yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a coin and I'm doing no, all no, that. No, 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 he looks <laughs> nice. Okay,
1: so here are my two questions. And I was, uh-huh. where is Walt Clyde Frazier?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Okay, is it because yeah. he's old and he doesn't want to be in the COVID zone?
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: Because I don't want to be, I, I need Walt Clyde. And number two... What the fuck is on the Knicks home uniform? What is um, that? God. What, Courtney? Oh. I'm sitting there trying to... Oh. I shouldn't have oh. to try to read a uniform.
0: It's so... What is hard. That? Wait, and you know what? You want to know what's really funny? I kept forgetting... <laughs> at one point... Hey, I turned the game on and I was doing something I came back in. I keep forgetting they had on that horrible uniform. What is that? I came back in and I was rooting for the wrong team. I was like, go Nix. I was like, oh wait. I know. Because I forgot about that horrible black with the circle. I think think it it says all the five burrows or some shit. What what is it?
1: I, I, I mean, I know, like, they're feeling all jealous because the Nets have that bullshit, fake Boss gap, look at us, we're cool uniform. Uh, it's a fake Boss gap, by the way. It's not cool. Boss gap. It's like, oh, look at us, we're down. What does the uniform say? That's all I want to know. And then we I can move I believe
0: it says all of the five boroughs. Oh, Jesus. That's what, Jesus I, that's what I think it says. Yeah.
1: Too much. In a game where people are running back and forth, I don't want to read someone's chest.
0: No, it's They're horrible. Horrible.
1: No, what think, I'm say
0: right now. It says, "Hold on, I'm, I'm pulling one." Out. I
1: think you and I, I should I'm... start a petition to bring it back to the blue and orange. Oh my blue God, and no. no,
0: no, it's even worse. It says, "City never sleeps." New York Knicks. That's what it says. Fight me. <laughs> uh, <ugh>. All right. <laughs> well, we're already doomed. Well, well, let, no, let's see. I mean, I'm Did trying to have some hope. I just need to, I need RJ to be a little more consistent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need Toppin to to get back in the game. But we're seeing some promise. Uh, we're seeing some promise. Uh,
1: uh, all right, but that uniform. I just I was it's like horrible. watching, him, and like I said, it, I was like, I know there's no people there, and they have the fake crowd noise. Whatever, that's fine. No Walt Clyde disturbed me, but that uniform. Yeah, but, it, it, was,
0: but it, yeah, yeah. it could be that now that you said that, because there are reporters who are reporting and doing the games from home, watching it on feeds and stuff. And maybe right. because of his age, they're like, you shouldn't be wearing That with a home uniform. uniform.
1: That you, there was no excuse for that uniform.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty horrible. Uh, so,
1: um, can, anyway, all right.
0: <laughs> what have you. It's good is, to you know that the you,
1: uniform is the biggest problem in our right. minds. Have yeah. you have
0: you have you heard about anything strange lately? Anything strange? You know, know,
1: I heard a rumor. I mean, it might be wrong because you know the media lies. I heard this rumor that Donald Trump was impeached. But I don't know if that's true or not. Is that true? Because I know that, you know, the media is controlled
0: by well, communists. Hold on, let truth. me, on. Let me go to Twitter. Let me check his Twitter and find out. Oh, it's not there. I can't, oh, I don't know check what happened. His,
1: check his Instagram account. See if oh, it's wait, there.
0: No. Oh wait, no, hold on, let me go to Facebook. I'm gonna go to Facebook and see. Oh, he's not there. What happened? Check
1: Parler. I hear all the kids are on Parler now. Yeah, check Parler.
0: I yeah, I can't find it. It doesn't seem to be in my app store. I don't, uh, oh, I, don't I don't know what happened. be? Oh, but it must
1: have not happened. It's social media. It must have not happened.
0: This is all I want to say about the disgusting display of choosing whiteness over democracy that we saw last week. I would like to tell people to stop thinking that you can say the First Amendment and it applies to fucking everything. It does not apply to everything the same way. You cannot cannot yell at a a company, a a private company, especially the Republicans, who are all about capitalism. Their whole thing is capitalism. So that means a company can do exactly what they want. If I have a platform, and I am saying after a certain amount of time, I do not like the way you're using my platform, I have every right to say you're not allowed on my platform. it is not infringing on your First Amendment rights, and if your First Amendment rights are inciting insurrections against the united states uh you you forfeited some of those rights so be, stop saying the First Amendment for everything everything like did you see when when uh when New York City is terminating forty five Contracts, his organization's contracts with the city. You know the the son that's not the one named after him. It's like this is about our First Amendment rights and oh, we are doing It's like the First Amendment just uh, you guys. The First
1: just, Amendment has nothing to do right.
0: with wrongs. <laughs> you know what I'm It's like they throw that shit around, but everything. It's like my, it's like it has nothing to do with that.
1: Yeah, it's nothing <laughs> to do with that. First oh, Amendment. I, I it head. has
0: to do with inc- inciting a riot. No, 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 the first Five amendment. People are dead. It's like, no. how about that?
1: No, but the first amendment is the government should not right.
0: restrict. Exactly. Not private
1: corporations. Exactly.
0: It's
1: the government. The government has not restricted them. Clearly, it's so the government can't tell you what to say. And clearly, we let every fucking inbred motherfucker in the world say whatever they want to say. Anyway, I didn't even know we still had contracts with the Trump organization. That was like yeah, the biggest Yeah, they, like, I really,
0: yeah, they they've been running the rink and the concessions for a gazillion years. Yeah.
1: I yeah, I still didn't know. I remember when he built that thing and and then he had some bogus like golf club in the Bronx, right?
0: Yeah, they're still there.
1: No, I know. I just didn't mm-hmm. realize. I mean, it's kind of amazing that little Mr. Progressive Politics took this long to cancel the contract? <laughs> <I>
0: mean, <laughs> well, no, they're all doing it. They're all wins. Everybody's doing it because he didn't get reelected. So it's easy. Yeah. It's really easy to say, now we can throw him off. Now we can do these things. If he had been reelected, none of this would be happening.
1: Yeah. None of it. Well, of so it's like not. Is it
0: brave, to, minute, do Courtney, it, is it brave to do it? Wait a minute, Courtney. Is it brave to do it when it's easy to do it? I mean, Courtney, you
1: know, he was elected. What are you talking about?
0: In a landslide. You
1: know, lit- Courtney, a- I can't believe a- a- you. And I love you that. That, like.
0: 74 million Americans voted. It's like, so what about uh, the 80 million voters? voted? I don't know those. if I
1: can do this show with you anymore. If You are just so blind to the truth. I know. He won that, that election. It was rigged. He it won, rigged. they rigged the top half of the election, it but sure all the Republicans won the bottom half. Oh my was, god.
0: I, you know, I'm just going to clap for all of this white on white crime and I'm just going to sit back with my with my popcorn unbuttered and a nice glass of water and watch you guys just in in Washington and all over the place, rip each other apart. When I heard that white girl talking about, it's a revolution, I'm like, from what? What white lady do you need a revolution from in America? What are people taking from you? No one's taking anything from you. If you failed at something in your life and you feel like you need to follow someone because you didn't make it because you might be, I don't know, a failure at life, don't try to blame somebody else who lives thousands of miles away from you for taking something from you. Nobody wants shit from you. Everybody in this country, we all want the same shit. We wanna raise our families, have a home, eat good, occasionally have some great sex, fucking live our lives, have some money in a bank and go on a vacation. Nobody's trying to take shit from anybody. And if you're white and you need a revolution, you're on drugs. Sorry, because that's not that's nuts. It's just it's like just that's why, you know, black people. We're all sitting back just watching all of this like, mm, mm, mm. And when we see the occasional lost black person in that crowd, we're just like, so now you're just going to fight each other for a revolution. OK, we'll, we'll just watch you all over here and be like, all right. Well, just, for
1: we'll what let it's us know worth, know, when you're done, for what it's worth, <laughs> um it, the 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 sort of whites in that thing would have no problem beating the shit out of the sort of whites you and I know too <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There are white people, and then there are white people. And I am a white person, but trust me, if I were to walk in that crowd, nah, not so much. Not so much. First
0: of all, you'd already, they'd already hate you, because you, as soon as you open your mouth, you'd be letting people have it just with the words, and they'd be like, I don't even know what that bit said. Get her. Get her. What? You're not
1: married to your son? Kill no, him. No. What? You read a book and it wasn't Mein Kampf? Kill her.
0: (laughs) It's like, I mean, you know who's my favorite? There's a couple of people who are my favorites. Because the idiot the lunacy is crazy. The Olympic gold medalist who's like six six and decided to, I don't know, wear his Olympic team Olympic jacket. That was subtle. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean
1: Courtney in his I'm not defending him, but this is this is what we're talking about, all all joking aside, of the mm-hmm. arrogance of it. Mm-hmm. He just assumed that he would not be punished. If you right. don't think you're gonna be punished, then why would you act guilty? If you don't think you're guilty, then you don't act like somebody who you don't cover your face. I mean, you don't do anything. These guys were given literally, it's gonna turn out, a hall pass. To go in, when you have people in Congress who think it's an infringement on their rights to go through a metal detector, hello, how did you fly to your job? You went through a metal detector. We go well, through I metal detector. talk to high detector.
0: school students in New York who that's been their reality for years but, and years I'm just saying, and years and years and When you go to a
1: concert, when you go to a concert, you get one, you go through a metal detector. Sure do. Yeah, so I mean, so when you when you don't think you're going to get caught, it's like someone who is blaze, brazenly cheating on you. If they don't think they're going to get caught, why would they bother to cover it up? So of course he's going to wear his his jacket. He no, doesn't give of a course. fuck. He didn't no, think he going to lose
0: his job. You're talking to a man of color. Like we, this is everything that we've been saying for years was on display. I mean, to watch the scenes of. And you know, this isn't to disparage all the police, because you saw some Capitol Police in there fighting for their lives and really fighting. And then when you saw other people seemingly taking, not even seemingly taking selfies and, it, it, and it's like nod nod wink wink or opening up the, the gates and ushering people. It's just, because white people, they don't fear the police because they're like, well, why would we? their yeah. reality of dealing with the police is different. It's like, why would we be afraid of the police? It's the police. They're us. I used to be
1: afraid of the police. But I was doing things that were... <laughs>
2: well...
0: <laughs>
1: I mean... That's for another
0: show. Right, you're like, I used to be afraid of the police, but I might have been doing some illegal things. I might have been doing something illegal things.
1: Not too illegal though, just illegalish, yeah. illegalish.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, you know, yeah, you know, this is—it's just really—it's pretty disgusting. But you know what? This is America, and now the whole world is seen. And now when you we try to go to these other countries and point to them and try to tell them how they should be running their government, now they can point the finger back at us and say, "Look, at, look at what you have." And Republicans knew going, endorsing Trump, he would, he would really rip them to shreds. And now it's like, this is your mess, fix it. But he needs to be, he needs to be prosecuted. Like, you can't do this. And when I look at the Republicans, I'm like, so if you're okay with this, when will you, what would it take for you not to be okay? Because I mean, does it get much worse than this? No no
1: I mean you know you're 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 looking for moral clarity someone I read this great thing today, and they were talking about it, and I don't want to get like too deep in the weeds about it, but they were talking about this new the the new qanon ish people right. who have been elected, and what they said was you know this this being in Congress is not public service for them, it's performance art right and that's what this is. these are people who are there they're They're doing it for the gram, right? They're politicians for the gram. So they don't care about policy. They don't care about really, you know. They're there to flex and to get um, media deals. And in two years, because you vote for Congress every two years, which is why Congress has always been a lot dumber—the people in Congress—and a lot more loose cannons in the Senate. Because whatever you want to say about senators, they do have to have a, They do have to stick around every six years. You can't be a complete lunatic right. as a senator. I mean, you can be, but you—they're—they're they're more gro- they are more the grown-ups in the room, but. Yeah, we have a generation of people who just feel like
2: uh whatever.
1: I I it just makes me so infuriated and I'm trying not to get infuriated because I have to there's so many problems facing this country right now, but it's just insane that we are we are facing a level of terrorism and and they've always said we should be more afraid of ourselves and
0: absolutely
1: you know, Absolutely. I am afraid of I am afraid of the them, we are them, you know. Anyway, I, I wanted to bring something up and I don't want you to get too upset about it. And I, I um, Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez. Lopez are singing sorry, at the inauguration.
0: Jennifer Lopez, please. <laughs> Lady Gaga
1: and and I just wanted to mention that to you because I, I Wait, Lady um,
0: Gaga and Jennifer Lopez, what?
1: Are singing at the
0: inauguration.
1: Uh, now, what
0: the I fuck is sing? Jennifer Lopez gonna sing at the America? What's she gonna sing, America the Beautiful? <laughs> like what's I, going on? I mean, why not? I mean, <laughs> because uh, she can sing. That's <laughs> never stopped anybody
1: before, Courtney. Well, usually uh, at the
0: inauguration, no, usually at the inauguration and stuff like that, they have re- they have vocalists. I don't know whether she's singing.
1: She's performing. They didn't say she was singing. She's performing. But I will say that it's a bold move of Biden to actually have an artist in Gaga who has put out a record in the 21st century and and whose fans um, are not married to their cousins. Shocking. And I will pay good money if she shows up in red, white, and blue lobster
0: shoes. I would love to see that. Uh, Gaga can say. so of I, course. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the Lady Gaga choice. Moving on, you know what?
1: We need. I I just thought I I just wanted to mention it because I know you have this pathological. There is some sort of The DMSR, um, whatever it's called, the DMS. I'm sure there is like a pathological, uh, psychological disease called Lopezi Lopezphobia, and I know that you have it. So. Um. All right. Where do we want to do? We want to talk about Kamala, a good person, a good woman?
0: Sure. Yeah, let's talk about it.
1: All right. So why don't you kick it off? Kick it off.
0: So the photo. Kamala, who shouldn't already be on a vote cover because why are you on a vote cover already? But that's a whole nother conversation to have. Like, why are you already doing that? You're not in office yet. I know everybody thinks it's a momentous time, but. I just think, can we get in there? The country's fucked up. There's a pandemic going on, so I don't understand why you're in vogue already. Has a cover that's horrible. And that's pretty much how I feel about it. It's like, I- I'm glad you like Tyler, the young black, a young Tyler black photographer, which is great. Tyler but Nichols. guess what? You also, I- I'm going to need it to be better. And that was terrible. And it needed to be better
1: um i i think what tyler mitchell is the photographer who did it and he's sort of like the guy right now everybody's using him and he is talented i don't think he's i think he's one of those i'm not a huge fan of his work but he is good but he's sort of the guy right now um the problem robin given g-i-v-h-a-n not the actress um she's a Pulitzer Prize-winning writer for the Post, and she writes, uh, Washington Post writes mainly about fashion and the intersection between culture and fashion and politics, and she basically said um, they were too casual with her. Like, this is not, she is, for whatever you think about her, the Vice President of the United States. That's, the picture, maybe you include inside with her in the chucks on the background. And
0: Absolutely. But
1: she, you don't have to put her in, in, in couture, but she is, even though she comes off very kind of girl-friendly, if you're going to pay tribute to her and she is a historical figure, um, then treat her with a little more dignity on the cover. A little yeah. bit more. You can, you can still have fun with somebody and be dignified. She should have gotten the Michelle Obama
0: treatment in terms of uh, wardrobe and styling and okay, stuff like that. That was a timing thing. I don't think she should even be on Vogue right now.
1: Why not? Because, why not?
0: Because, again, why are you already doing that kind of press? You're not in office yet. You're coming into office. Yes, it is momentous. But there's a lot of work to be done. And the Democrats won a really contentious election. Right now, you don't need to be on the cover of Vogue. I just don't think not? it's a smart move. I, to me and my opinion, I'm telling you why not. I don't think before you're in office and before you've done one drop of work, you should already be on Vogue. And here it is. Now the story is you don't like the cover. The cover's shitty and there's this whole thing and it's dumb and we shouldn't even be talking about that. You, I'm ready for you to get in there and do some work. I'm not ready for anybody to already be on magazine covers and doing press and interviews. Sorry, well, that's goddamn yeah.
1: Bad. I mean, I feel like she, by the this issue drops, she will be vice president.
0: I mean, it's, the issue I, is I an issue. To me, it's a timing thing. Why is it already happening? Like you've not done anything yet, and she, I just think she, it was a dumb move. I mean, she has done something. She's been elected. I mean, I, I, you're missing my point. She's not not on the cover because she was a senator. She's on the cover about being vice president, which I get. Maybe a year in, maybe two years in. But I just, to me, don't think the timing was good to do it anyway. That is my opinion. And look at it. And and to me, and 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 it's shitty. We all look at it like... She was told it was going to be the cover with the blue suit and the gold background, and Vogue switches it up, and they're trying to defend it, and it's dumb. And I feel like it's dumb because it shouldn't have happened. That you know, but
1: I I disagree with that because I feel like it's like an actress who's got a movie coming out. You put them on the cover. I have no problem with her being on the cover. I have you know, a problem with it, they screwed it up. I'm just saying it's the equivalent. I mean, she not,
0: is- To me, it's not the equivalent. I think like it was. To me, it just. I don't feel like she should have done that yet. And I don't think the first thing she should have been on should have been Vogue. That's just, you know, my opinion on it. But, you know, I I feel like some people feel like me and others think it's great. And there's some people who like the cover to me. I think it's disrespectful. And I, you know, just because you hire a black photographer, it's like step up, step your game up. That was a horrible cover. And I'm looking at all of the people in that room and Anna Winter, and I'm like, so you looked at that picture and you're like, this is the one. It's really disrespectful. It's really super disrespectful. She doesn't even look pretty in the picture. It's disrespectful.
1: Yeah. Well, like like I thought the comment was very apropos is that it was too casual at this point.
0: Yeah.
1: At, At this point, she's. She is whatever you think about her. She is. She's important. She's a historical figure.
0: So, Absolutely. You know.
1: She warrants a level of respect. um creatively, artistically too, and I'm sort of surprised that a young black male photographer would. I mean, it's just her
0: everything like about. But you know, if you get don't okay, get listen. I I think you and I have had this discussion. I think his work is fine. Listen, you know what? I support everybody. <laughs> That's I'm going
1: to say. Yeah, I don't think he's cooked yet.
0: You know, you know what I'm mean? saying? It's like, come on! It's like this was your. This is a. This isn't like you shooting some music artist where you can do some. We're gonna do this messy look. The curtains weren't even steamed right. This was just amateur hour. I'm sorry, it was amateur hour. Yeah, and it looked amateur hour, and <laughs> it's shameful and it's dumb. So now that we've gotten rid of all of that. Can we uh, talk about um, Jasmine Sullivan? Some oh, that's a
1: all right. Well, she is
0: not shameful. <laughs> no, she, she is, is not wonderful. Shameful. Yeah. Um, can you? Can I just tell you how happy it makes me that one? She's getting you know so much attention and acclaim right now, and people are really loving the record, and you know a real R and B voice. And I, I just, I'm happy to find these girls in this industry to still have this distinct vocals. Don't sound like everybody else. Nobody else sounds like her, and she's just, she's just amazing. And I love, 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 love this album. I do, I do. This album knocked me over the head. I like her concept album. I like the way she sounds on the album. And it just started making me yearn for real vocals again, you know? Because I feel like we've been settling for a lot of whisper singing and nobody really saying anything. And the good old R&B kids come with stories, and I love that, and I miss that.
1: I hate the idea that it's a concept record, but I don't like concept records. But that said, I have been a Jasmine Sullivan fan from the very first album. Let me tell you a really funny story. I remember when her first album came out, and she is somebody who has always been, when you get music critics together and when you get real music fans together, mm-hmm. she's always the one where they go, Jasmine Sullivan. Like, why isn't Jasmine? It's like Anthony Hamilton. Why right. isn't he bigger? Why isn't he bigger? Because she, on paper, she had everything. Everything, yeah. She had yeah. a major label, the you know, the whole not. Um, and I've loved her since Bust Out the Windows in Your Car. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love Ten sex, so I've always really liked her. And Reality Show made a lot of top ten lists when it came yeah. out. But when that first album came out, I swear to God, so I got the advance, and, um, you know, they had a one-sheet with it. And it said, Jasmine Solman who will remind you of Amy Winehouse. And I just, and I love Amy Winehouse. You know that. I, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it was just I so I have listening to a
0: lot of her recently. It's funny you say that
1: but it's it's it was just funny to me that the record company was comparing a young black artist to a young white artist who was often compared to young black, black artists right. I was like okay, this has gone full circle right. um no I think jasmine i I watched her tiny desk concert and um which is which is also a a a thumbs up from quote, unquote, mainstream, uh, which you can read as white as very well. Also, her review in the New York Times, which was over-the-top supportive. She, yeah, the thing about her is that not only can she sing, but I can't listen to her and say, oh, she reminds me of. Right. You know the influences. I mean, everybody has the same influences, but she... um,
0: She's her own singer.
1: She's her her own singer. Absolutely. And that's and that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And
0: she it's can It's depressing, sing. actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's not that there aren't great singers out there. There are great singers, but in pop, very much the style is that kind of mumbly, whispery kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's 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 music. In US,
0: pop. U.S. pop, because the European girls and boys have been coming with bops and beats and feel good. The U.S. kids have been in their feelings for the last five years.
1: No, I'm not talking about being in your feelings. I'm talking about a style of singing, because the production is more important
0: in some ways yeah Yes, but so as you notice, all of the songs have not been up. It's all been, been in their feelings. So the beat, it's been that whole sort of rise of, girl, I love you, brother. Nobody's no, actually I, really singing. I,
1: I mean, I don't know, we we disagree on that
0: because i well, i don't I know just, who... I, I just know i get I'm on fifteen different promo lists. I listen to everything, I get so much shit on a daily basis, and it all sounds like the same, and with the R&B yeah, yeah. it's all is the same, and it all is very feelingy like but when she sings artists like her, I feel something different in my soul. It's not that sing song and now they're all doing like '90s throwback. I don't know if you've noticed that. There's a lot of influence from basically when you were writing all of that shit. Now it's kind of come full circle.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's the nature, right? Because you have one generation discovering their mother's clothes. You know, right. going, the, you know, the kids go in their mom's closet and 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 uh, pull out the clothes. But yeah, I mean, you know, there there is room, obviously. Um, in the world in the pop world for a Selena Gomez who is not a great singer but is an interesting singer uh for a Dua Lipa who is a good singer but not what I would consider a strong right. singer but right. she is good and for I would equate Jasmine more not musically production wise but more like we're saying like a Jessie Ware it's mature it's full-throated it's emotional it's very emotional and um Yeah, it's a really good record, and and like I said, I'm very happy for her. We don't know, you know, I think she's always been, as we discussed, one of those, like, not underground, because she's not underground, but one of those people who quietly, without a lot of attention, without a lot of hoo-ha, sells records and has a fan base, you know? To
0: me, I, I equate her, when I think about her, to me, she is, I put her like Layla Hathaway with more mainstream success. Yeah, Like that kind of a vocalist. You know what I mean? And, or, yeah, um, and, and you're right. You know, pop voices, we lo- listen, you and I both have a pop mm-hmm. sensibility. We yes. have people who have perfect pop voices. Dua Lipa has a great pop voice. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like you, you have to be able to carry the tunes, but she's not going to belt and scream and give you all of that. No, she
1: can't. That's not her, that's not and, her lane.
0: Brianna has a great pop voice, right? Rihanna's yes. not going to belt and scream, but she's going to give you moments because it's a pop voice. And, and we love those voices for that but you look at, we look at the girls like the Jasmins because alright, we know you've got the good so we kind of want the good. It's like the weird thing with the Jennifer Hudson's of the world. Like you have that kind of a big voice and people tend to not know how to write songs for that voice they want every voice to be big and screamy which is kind of why I don't think any of her solo workers work and they try different things but it's like that's that hard that voice is great in Broadway and it's great. It's but it just doesn't really work for pop and people don't really always get it right for R and B. It's like the curse of the Jennifer's. It was the same thing that happened with Jennifer Holliday. And I'm telling you that big boy, for every song they tried to have Screamy Screamy and it just didn't work for Pop or even like she had some minor R and B hits. But then you have someone like Jasmine who reminds me like of of a Whitney Houston who had such a big voice, but Whitney also had such control and command of her voice that she could sing yeah. anything. And she, everything didn't have to be full power. She could sing that pop shit. She could give you gospel. She can go full on R and B girl. She knew how to control. She could sing it soft. She could sing it hard. And and I think, um, Jasmine gives me that kind of I know my voice. I know how to use my voice, and I know how to give you what I'm supposed to give you and be soft when I'm supposed to be soft, which works, you know, and you're right. She reminds me of Jaheen, you know, you and I talked about that before. Jaheen was on Atlantic, he might even still be on Atlantic for years and years and years. He put out albums, there was no big splash, but quiet as kept, he would always go gold or platinum. He had his fans, he had his shows, they love him, they love his music, they go to his shows, they buy the records, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nobody. Not there's something to be said for slow and steady wins the race. You yeah, know, absolutely. Um, you, you know, if long
0: not, if you're lucky. Yeah,
1: yeah, not that it isn't great to have, but yeah. So I, I mean, I'm very happy for Jasmine. I will, um, and it confirms my. She has duets with a couple of younger singers, Ari Lennox, Ari and yeah. um, and and her, and it confirms my belief that her is way better suited. In partnership with somebody than on that aren't her own.
0: More, you keep you are a you've been saying that from the beginning. I
1: like her. I like I like her. Her, yeah. but I like her better. Better with in,
0: someone else.
1: With someone else. I don't. Yeah. She gets back to that thing, and we talked a little bit about it. I mean, totally different artists, but we talked a little bit about it in the weekend. I don't know who her is. I don't right. know who she is. She's right. very talented. But you know now she's not wearing the dark sunglasses, so now she's open. It's like I'm unsure. But when I hear her on other people's tracks, like I love her. her.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. I don't I think, think she. Right. Yeah, like she doesn't so have. You're right. You're right. You when you said that to me before, and I had to go back and I think the favorite songs I like of her are always her with someone else.
1: Yeah, and I and I think a lot of these younger. I mean, I like Ari Lennox, but I think a lot of these singers are, they were very, there are very few kind of R&B singers who are coming right out of the gate able to hold their own, totally hold their own. And I think Jasmine, I mean, she's not a kid. I mean, I'm assuming she's in her 30s by now. But yeah. Jasmine, had she had more attention and... and. Um, more mainstream black radio type of song. She could have been Mary in, in her way. She's just as hip hop influenced as Mary. Right. You know? Right. I like I, I've always liked her. I'm really happy for her that she's getting attention. Um, you know, I'm I, I just applaud her because she's she's put in the work. This is like her fifth album.
0: Absolutely and I love she's still on her major label. They love her and this album is it came out the gate doing well and it's doing well for her. I Good. love to see the artists who persevere and work hard because really it's not about the flash. She's not being shot out of a cannon. There's no gold dust falling down around her. Okay, can we just, can I, I, okay. (laughs) Can we talk about Chloe and Hallie for a minute? Who?
1: (laughs) No, I'm seriously, I didn't hear you. I'm not being, I'm not being, I
0: didn't
1: hear you.
0: I said Chloe and Hallie for a minute. Who? Chloe and Hallie.
1: <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? Yeah, I talk thought, about
0: them. I just, I just.
1: No, that was mean. I didn't mean to be mean. Yeah, I'm no, sorry.
0: No, but, but they're, they're like in that breed of this new. I think they're finally starting to come into some success and we're seeing them more. But I, I'm not approved. I'm not approved. But I think I just saw this picture of them recently where I feel like they're trying to change their image where they both had on these bodysuits. And one had on one that was super French cut. It was like you could almost see her vagina. The other one you could see her ass. And I was like, I think of you girls was really talented in having this lane. Like It wasn't always for me. I think I enjoyed some of the songs on this last album more than anything that I've enjoyed from them. But it's like, I hate that thing when I see the young artists who I feel like are starting to break out, and then they kind of take this radical left turn to—I don't know what it is—and that's are what they over? Saying,
1: eight, are they over eighteen now? I
0: think they are now. Yeah. Well, well they, then, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I mean,
1: there you go. That's what it's about. They're over eighteen, so now it's time to start getting an older audience. So they have to fucking—you know—they do this to every woman artist. Almost like, every what, woman I,
0: artist. I hate that. You know I really do hate that.
1: Welcome to the world yeah. of being a woman in right. a sexualized patriarchy. As soon as right. you get old enough, I mean, they have to always comment about, she's good looking and smart. She's like, you know, I have not paid attention to them enough, but their selling point originally, it's like, why does... Why does Miley Cyrus constantly have to remind us that she's not Hannah Montana? You have an amazing right. voice. Right. Stop it! Stop
0: it! And, and you know you me; mean, I'm not a food. I like sexuality. I think sexu- I think there's a way to do it. But I, you know, I and I, I, I say that in relation to Jasmine because I see Jasmine, who's never gone that route. She's very, very talented. And this is no judgment, people. I'm not. It's not a judgment. But I just find it really interesting when I've heard a long time for people talking about how you know, young girls are sexualized very early. Young people are sexualized very early. And I don't know, there was something about when I looked at that picture and I thought about them and how talented they are. And even if you don't, if you're not into their music, they're really, really talented. And I feel like this is a moment where they're coming into their own, like, for their music now, really more so than before. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's an interesting step. Why are we... Here. Well, I mean number one,
1: in in their defense, if they they are probably I'm assuming if they're 18 they're having sex. Uh, number two, you know it's always like this is my I way I want to express myself, which is fine. But the reason perhaps a Jasmine Sullivan wasn't sexualized like that was because she was not a size two, and that's right. the world we live in. And then when you have someone like Lizzo who is not a size two. Wearing the same outfit, she gets never-ending shit about it. You know, so I mean, women well, can't. I, do. I
0: hate that. You know what I hate that they do to Lizzo? That they're always like, "You're so brave." Like when she wears something, it does something. It's like, yeah, she's like, why is it brave for her to love herself and be herself? Like, it's like this weird, like like we expect people if they are not. What what we consider for the music industry, the sexy hot girl who's riding around, she's brave to have on a bodysuit. Like, I just well, don't want to see anybody's crotch. End of story. I'm not yeah, interested. I don't want to see – I don't know. I have this weird thing with young – seeing young women like that because it feels – when I look at it, I almost feel like a pervert. It's the weird thing that I have with Ariana Grande. I like her voice. But the Lolita thing, for whatever weird reason, makes me uncomfortable because it feels like it should make you. It should I, make it, you it, uncomfortable. I uncomfortable. So the Chloe Hallie thing—I think they're really talented. But for the first time in a long time, I saw something. A friend of mine sent it to me because she was horrified. And I'm usually saying to her, "Stop being Dorothy. Everything. This is not terrible." But for some reason, that made me uncomfortable. I was like, "This feels like it," because it didn't feel like. It didn't feel like sexy for women. You know how women put on shit and a lot of times y'all do shit just for other girls. Like men, we don't care. We like, like tits and ass. You know, men or whatever. But when I saw that, it looked like it was for men and not for women. And that's the well,
1: story. Uh, yeah, but I mean I mean this is a conversation that I mean we you know I mean it's so deep and so but women are taught we are taught whether overtly or covertly that we are to do things for the male gaze and for male approval right. and that we are we are trained to that whether overtly or covertly we are trained that we're supposed to get approval okay right. so Uh, I am not saying that Chloe and Hallie, I haven't seen the picture or any, you know, I, you know, I would assume, yeah, I'm assuming they're big enough in their career that they can decide what they want to wear. Obviously, mightily Cyrus, nobody tells her what to do, but I, I've just always found it really upsetting and I always have um, when women are trying to express that they're free and and that they are strong and free, they wear less and less clothes are being worn. Like, right. why is that? Like, Dua Lipa for me has always been very intelligent and, and very, she's sexy, she's a beautiful girl, but there's a smartness and a knowingness to her. So why is it when she's in a video with Miley, suddenly they're both like, you know, faux lesbian and and, and being all, like, why does that make you more mature And and interesting. It's to me, it's so played out. I'm not saying you have to wear like dress like a Hasidim, but it's just (laughs) so played out because that's not that's not signaling anything to women. That's that's like that's women. That's liberation and feminism for men. You right. know, I don't know any woman who's going to look at that and go, "Wow, they are so liberated." That's girls gone wild bullshit. Which is
0: like, I was just wanted, I, I wanted to ask you that because you know, and I didn't even mean to bring that up. And this is not a, this is not a, 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 an attack on those young ladies. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want. You can wear whatever you want. I'm down for wearing whatever you want. But I wanted to know from a woman's perspective: when you guys see that, do you think, "Wow, that's sexy"? You know what I mean? Is that how I- you see it?
1: I, it it's not sexy if you're moving that fast. If right. you're constantly jerking and your tongue is out and you're thrusting your crotch, there is nothing particularly sexy about that. I mean, there are things that are, um, I mean, to get back to Dua Lipa, the, um, the new rules video, you know, there's a sexiness to that. I mean, to me, there's nothing... To, and I don't mean to harp on her, because I do think she's talented. I do not find Miley Cyrus to be sexy in the least, because she's working too fucking hard, you know?
0: She's so like,
1: what the whereas fuck? Debbie Harry, whereas Debbie Harry was very sexy. Right. Because she wasn't, you didn't see the wheels churning all the time. Mary J. Blige, to me, has always been sexy, you know? Right. Cause right. She's not working. My, and again, I like Miley Cyrus. I'm not trying to condemn her, but it's just like you're trying. It's like, it's like, it's like the R&B singer who's constantly humping the stage. What is remotely sexy about you humping the stage? You look crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: you look crazy doing that. You know, I don't, I don't find that to be particularly, but you're also talking to a woman who's like, has always been, you're so smart. And that's been the end of it.
0: You're so funny. You're so funny. You're and and you know and I don't and I and I want to talk to more women about this subject because I I really am wondering like as we move forward and some of the stuff that that we see and and, and that do you guys find it sexy because I do think sometimes women dress for other women like men we don't notice half the shit that that women do half the time I think a lot of the time it's other women will be like oh your shoes your you know they see that more than men we'll be like oh you look pretty but women will notice every other thing so I always wonder sometimes. When an artist like none of the artists that I work with, I have to say, ever suddenly was like, all right, now I'm naked. It just it just didn't happen. I didn't have yeah. any of those girls that were ever, literally in my whole career, that suddenly flipped it and were like, I'm naked. I think people kind of just grew up and you know, I, and naturally I mean, evolved into stuff.
1: I I mean, in terms of women dressing, I don't know. I mean, I I will say that. Not a hundred percent, because I have dated guys who have a creativity about them and stuff, but. Women are more detail oriented. We look yes. at detail. Men just see, oh, you're wearing a pink shirt, or it's tight, <laughs> it's tight on you. You know, you know. No, I, used no, have, the booze I
0: used to, to the have, I used to have, having. you know, this
1: this boyfriend. Everything was like, well, your tits look really good, man. I'm like, really? that's, that's what, what we, we see. I'll
0: tell you, that's what you'll be like, bitch. I spent eight hours getting ready. It'd be like your tits. Oh, look your great. tits look really <laughs> good, man. <laughs>
1: It's like okay, great, but how about the rest of the outfit? <laughs> how about everything else? So yeah, I mean, women are much more, you know, nuanced, and 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 we look at sort of guys that just sort of like, Ugh I need meat. I go. I mean, I, I'm not an expert, obviously, on men, obviously, but it's it's just a different way of a different way of seeing things. Not all men, obviously, and not all women, but I I think that. Again, it just gets down to the way that women are conditioned. We are yeah. conditioned. It's the fact that we talk about what fucking Kamala Harris is wearing or the fact that Jill uh-huh. Biden, it's like she's so attractive. So fucking what? Right. Even if she, who cares? She's an accomplished you love woman. love the
0: fact that she's going to still teach as first lady. I yes, that. I love it. I know. I'm sure teachers around the country must be like, oh my God, we have somebody who really understands what this is. Well, also, she's going to be the the only first lady
1: who has a a job. A job, an actual job. You know? I mean, it, it goes in reverse, though, too. I mean, my issues with Melania Trump are not that she, you know, she dresses like Stalinist Barbie, or that she <laughs> used to do softcore porn. That right. is the least of my problems with right. Melania fucking Trump, you know? That part, that,
0: right. <laughs> that, she,
1: that she got her husband on her knees, I mean, better to fuck your way to the top than to the middle, I mean. I mean,
0: you know, listen. You know, <laughs> but
1: that is not, when people talk about, oh, you know, she looks like a porn star, it would be so good to have, I don't care, that's the fact that she's a racist birther piece of shit is her problem. I don't I care what mean. it looks like, you know what I mean, so though I will be very that happy hate, not
0: to, that hates Christmas
1: <laughs> right That hate Christmas. I will be very happy not to see a smoky eye for the next
0: four years.
1: <laughs> that smoky eye got a little much. Uh, I was like, honey, honey. Or as your people would say, "Hunty."
0: Hunty, listen. Can we
1: mention it, something real fast, and then we'll talk about what we're um, what we're listening to? We just want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to our wonderful friend Bev Smith, Beverly Smith,
0: Bev Smith, who I Debbie just got off the phone with right before this call, congratulating right. her on her new book, "Bevelation Stories from a Mother, Auntie, Bestie." Pick it up everywhere. It's available now. Audio. You can you get the audio book. She's the one reading it, so you will hear it in her voice. The amazing. She's a, yeah.
1: she's a se- now. That's a sexy broad. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is a that, is a that is
0: a sexy yeah. motherfucker. That girl. And it's a story about resilience, and I think for anybody, men, women. Everything on the spectrum, baby. It's all welcome. Resilience is something we all need. And it's a really, it's a really inspiring story of resilience. And I think, and she's a lovely loving. girl. She's yeah. a lovely woman. She really is. All right. What are you
1: listening to? Cause you're in the way back machine again.
0: I'm in the way back machine again. Well, the sad, you know, me not liking much of the new stuff that's been coming out. I've been digging in the dollar bins at my uh, local record store. Shop local. Spot, support all your local shop people. We need stuff to stay, we need stuff to stay open. New York, everywhere. I'm sure y'all are going through it. Shop local. Keep your little local places in business. So um, I've been playing, I just found mini Rippertons. Perfect Angel on on vinyl and Latin I'm amazed a you didn't own that record before.
1: Well, I'm I have a- it
0: digitally and on CD, okay. not on vinyl. And remember, okay. I had a fire years ago. I lost a lot of shit, so it's been a rebuild of every. Oh, okay, okay, only one crate of records survived. I had to rebuild from one crate. You um, and Q Tip. Yeah. Oh, do you remember when that happened? That was yes. Crazy. He lost like a gazillion, a gazillion record. records. I know. But, you know, it's been making me dig in and, you know, think about future topics for the show. Because, guys, you know, we're a music show. We're going – the last year, man, kicked our ass. And we kind of had to talk about all of the shit that was going on, so much crazy stuff was going on. But it just made me think about you, stuff that you were saying we want to do shows on producers. And just, you know, I started digging into, like, Lena Lovich catalog. Did I ever tell you I saw
1: I saw her once?
0: And I've never seen her. See, I was a big Nina no, Hawkins like, no, fan. Wait. I was a Lena fan.
1: I didn't see her perform. I saw, her. You saw her. On the street? <laughs> <laughs> no, at the mud club. She was, like, sitting there. And she, looks like, she looked like Lena, L- Lena Lovitz. Like, I mean, it was she like, got, like that's She not,
0: had, like, a whole thing on her head. Yeah, and, like the whole thing.
1: <laughs> the whole thing. It was like 1981, maybe? And I was at the Mud Club. And no, she was full out. That is not a look. (laughs) That is not a (laughs) costume. She dresses like that. And I was like,
0: (laughs) That's my shit. So, yeah, you know, I've just been digging into a lot of old stuff that's been inspiring. Millie Jackson. I found this Millie Jackson, Isaac Hayes record that they made together. Millie Jackson.
1: Have you ever heard her daughter? Her daughter is like a really in-demand backup singer. She did a lot.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw Millie Jackson, uh, this is so crazy, And then I, I'm sorry, I saw Millie Jackson, uh, Bam used to rent out their halls, and Millie Jackson performed, and I was about seven months pregnant, I was visibly pregnant, and I came in a little late to the show, and I was standing at the back, because I was afraid to walk down the aisle, and sit in my seat, because I thought she's going to call me out, because <laughs> I was like the only white person there, and I said, she's going to yell Yo, why is that fat bitch walking that I was <laughs> terrified. I just stayed in the back.
0: That's
1: pregnant, hilarious. I was, I was afraid of Millie Jackson.
0: You were really
1: was? You. I was. I seriously was afraid she was going to like. I've read never me. heard
0: anybody be like. I... Well, let me tell you the story. I was afraid. Of Millie Jackson.
1: I was. No, I was. I had a perfectly good seat. I had a great seat. My friend had given me a ticket, but I was like, w- not crazy late, but I was like a few minutes late. And every and and for not for nothing for an R and B show if you're late then you're you know if you're worried about being late and and I was pregnant and I thought she's gonna call me out and make fun of me so I just stayed in the back. <laughs> uh,
0: first of all, can we give you props for being like? I went to see Millie Jackson, at, but I've never seen Millie Jackson live. I feel like Millie oh, Jackson is one of those artists she that was great that are fucking amazing, and I think she's one of those artists that kind of. The knowledge about her, even though she's still alive, died with a generation. Like, my mother's she's generation great. was the one who listened to her records. I don't feel like my generation did. And none of these younger generations, they don't talk about her. There's so many people that I feel like no one just, that were great and had control of their careers, made no, a lot great. of records, and no one talks about it. And the fact that you've yeah. her, that, that's you get props and points for that.
1: Thank you very much. Well, you know, I am, I am, as Elliot Wilson said, a quality white, as you know. <laughs> I am a quality white. I do enjoy some Millie so Jackson. I'm going to tell you that
0: you quality white. Quality, quality
1: white, yeah. He used to say that me and Amy Morris were quality whites. <laughs>
0: That's Hilarious.
1: That was that. Yeah, sorry. It's true, and I consider that to be a badge of honor. I am not white. I am a quality
0: white. You are a quality white. I am the other white meat. That's hilarious.
1: It's okay. I, I you know, I, I. I worked hard for it, you know. What else you listen to? And then I'll talk about a little
0: bit when I'm listening to, uh, which you know, is it's not all, as much all shit, man. I've been digging through. It's been like, Fiona. I've gotten back into Fiona Apple's first album. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of Laura Niro. I've been Nero. Nero, 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 Nero. Nero, Nero. Nero. Yeah. I've been to a lot of Laura Nero moments, man. I don't know what that she's time. a quality white. She's I, a quality white from the Bronx. From the Bronx.
1: Nice Italian girl from the Bronx who wrote one of the best songwriters ever. And then her, her, ver- her cover versions. the people who covered her stuff, and her versions were just as good. Very rare circumstance like oh, that. Oh, fun,
0: fun Lena Lovish fact. Did you know huh? that she fun, – Fun Lena Lovish fact that I forgot to mention. Did you know that she wrote Supernature by Throne Supernature? She wrote that. Oh, I didn't know that. She did. Yeah, that same lady wrote, Super Nature. Super no, nature. She's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I don't listen to as much music these days as you do, because I don't know. I've just been, like, in this weird funk. Not a funk, but just sort of, like, oblivious. But I have been... Well, I was—I've been making playlists for Little Baby Enzo, which sounds stupid, but whatever. I've just been listening to like um, um, Etienne Daho, who I've mentioned to you before, is yeah. this French kind of lounge singer. Um, and but the same song over and over again because I have the the attention span of a of a flea. And then I've been listening to a lot of reggae. I've been kind of because inspired by Steve McQueen's Lovers Rock, which if you haven't seen it is maybe one of the best representations of the power of music. It's on Amazon. So I've been listening to, like, Dr. Alimentado, Best Dressed Chicken in Town, which I always love, um, Tapuzuki, The Congos. And it reminded me, I think I mentioned this once before, I mean, I've always been a reggae fan, but it reminded me of how when I first really got into reggae, all this stuff was coming up at the same time as punk, and there was a real kind of convergence. So I've just been listening... I don't know. I've just been, and I really am kind of loving this single by The Bleachers, which is basically, I don't know why they call it a band. It's just Jack Danfanoff. I mean, I, there's never, it's like Maroon 5. It's like, really? There are other people in this group? Like, where um, are they?
0: Wait a minute. A very major somebody else. I had no idea that P. Oh, yeah the, was. yeah, the black eye. Yeah, the black eye. I, <laughs> I had no idea. I knew who PJ Morton was. I didn't know PJ Morton was in Maroon 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Well, I'm sure he doesn't know either when he was at his record. There. <laughs> but um I've been really kind of that's loving so, this so single silly. that uh the bleachers have out, Chinatown. Right. But the reason I love it is because okay, if you're from New Jersey and you're a musician and you get Bruce Springsteen to sit on sing on your record and be in your videos, that's like the promised land. Right. Like you could die and go to Jersey Heaven.
0: Right. So it's
1: yeah, he's just kind of cool. god, honey. <laughs> yeah, he's Bruce Anyway, so I just sort of like that single and um, listening to Jasmine. You know, really kind of giving it my full attention. And yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. You know, just watching, of course, shit tons of TV because why not? Right. And um, that's pretty much it. Um, do you have any parting words, my friend? Anything knowledge to drop for the kids? Yes.
0: Yeah. Near, far, wherever you are, just believe that the heart does go on. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> oh, and next show that we do, I will be. Able to, I'm getting. I'm getting the vaccine next
0: week. She's getting. She's getting the shot. Give my daughter the shot. Give
1: I am having a I'm having a microchip implanted into my body <laughs> so that George Soros and and, and the I mean, lizard people
0: can I mean, follow me around. She got on that shit because everybody else is in there like I got oh, yeah, no, an appointment. She was like, I'm going to <laughs>
1: I was on that like they were dropping the new Jordans. I was, on that. She was I like, was up all night. I had my browser <laughs> open and I was like, click. Um, no, so if the next show, if I have three heads and an arm coming out of my neck, we'll know why.
0: Mm-hmm. And if not, no, but I'm, we'll I, I'm very excited. And remember to huh, follow I, us on Facebook. I'm gonna let you finish. Remember to follow us on Instagram. I'm gonna let you finish. And why Twitter? Finish Shima. Follow listening party a listening party, co- listening party, present, listening party podcast. On okay. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why that is the one that tongue ties me every time. It's a lot of words. a lot of words. Listening party podcast on Instagram. It's a
1: lot of words. Really no, um, <laughs> lot of work. no, Courtney, it's it okay. It's a lot of words. And, and they're words. You don't usually say the words listening and party together. It's a lot of words. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, um, you know what else I was going to say? What? Guess what? The next time we meet, we'll have a new president. Oh, my
0: gosh. We will have a new president. And we nobody's thinking like, oh, wow, the world's probably going to be better. But it's going to be a little No, but it's going to be a little bit better. It, be little better to, because it'll, be, it'll be a little bit better. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit better. <laughs> a little, I'll think it that
1: way. All right. Um We're actually, we're going to see each other later on today. We're having a Zoom chat so we can see how well we're
0: aging. (laughs) Uh Okay, honey, I've already given myself a facial and a haircut. And I gave myself a pedicure acting like, well, what if I fell and my foot ran up in the air and they saw my foot? Well, you know, listen. Just wear clean underwear. That's all you have to worry about. i already it. done. I've already showered and put on, <laughs> I've already put on you, an outfit. I'm sitting here uncomfortable you. in clothes in the house. <laughs> You're fancy.
1: You're putting on clean underwear? You yeah, fancy.
0: Yeah, I know. I did laundry. I put them on. They smell like Tide Fresh. <laughs> oh, look at you. I like brushing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kids. All see, right. You. We'll see you later.
1: Guys.